Well, some people are like, well, anyone could speak it. It's like, well, can you speak can, that fast? I don't think so. Not even that. Can you come up with those lyrics? Also true. And yeah. that actually reminds me of this interview that we were watching with Eminem. And he was talking about how I hate when people say you can't rhyme with the word orange in one of his raps. I think maybe it was to lose yourself. He was like syringe, hinge, hinge and all this stuff. I was like, okay, like I see where he's coming from. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, hello, and welcome back to your next episode of the Educate Your Earbuds podcast. My name is Paulina. And I'm Gerald. So today we're going to be talking about a topic that I think is controversial, not controversial as in like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're talking about this, but polarizing. A hot take. Hot take. Hot topic. Hot topic. Like the store. Like the store. But cooler. <laughs> okay, so what exactly are we talking about this week? Obviously, people saw it in the episode details, but... Yeah, so basically we're going over people's aversion to rap music. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. Obviously, rap is a huge music genre. It's... One of the biggest right now. It's the top in the US, I think. Right. For the past couple years. Well, rap and hip hop. Yes, yes. But there are a lot of people who do not like rap. To yeah. Me, to me, it's kind of one of those music genres. It's either you love it or you hate it. There's not a lot of... I don't agree with that. Well, no, I that, casually am like a rap listener. I don't listen to it all the time. There, there's, okay, I guess that's true. There's casual rap listeners, but people who don't like it... Really, really don't, don't like, like it. it. Jinx. Jinx. You owe me a soda. Dang it. Ah, uh, gotcha. Does that mean that I get a soda? No, you get me two sodas. Oh, okay, whatever. But it's kind of like country in the sense that right. a lot of people don't like it. And I guess... Yeah, people will be like, oh, I'll listen to everything except rap and country or except what, well, mainly rap and country. You stole that from me. That's what I was going to say. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, basically. Yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like, I mean, honestly, I probably used to say that too mm-hmm. when I was like a kid. But no, I still hear that often. Uh, those are kind of the two genres people throw out as ones that they hate listening to. Right. I completely agree. Um, and I kind of wanted to know why that is. Like, so why is rap and hip hop so m- more rap? More rap because, okay, so before we get into it, let's talk a little bit about just a brief overview okay. of the history. Because even just this episode, we've already used hip hop and rap interchangeably and they're not they're the same. Different. Same, same, but different. Yes. Kind in of. a way. So I guess, yeah, I'll go over a brief background. Let me let me touch on like hip hop and rap, give the listeners some, some info. But so I guess to start out, hip hop isn't really just a music genre, mm-hmm. but also a culture. Right. And that kind of encompasses several main things. For those that don't know, hip hop culture started in the Bronx back in the 70s. And it actually kind of correlates with the rise in like block parties. Uh-huh. So neighborhoods would get out and have a big party to, to celebrate different things, either an event or just like general community. Okay. I like that. And hip hop culture kind of developed with that. Mm-hmm. So there were four main components of hip hop. There's DJing. Okay. Or, you know. Mixing. Mixing. Exactly. So not like what you would think of as a now like an edm dj no these would be like the they'd be out there with two turntables scratching and whatnot right exactly more like a radio jockey ish yeah okay so but yeah and i mean i guess that was also kind of they'd be out there at the block parties you know mixing music and stuff Mm -hmm. and then along with that one of the other sub components to hip-hop culture 
is the emceeing or the right. rapping. Okay. So emceeing, for those that don't know, that's short for master of ceremonies. Mm-hmm. You know, keep the crowd entertained in between different things. Almost like a hype man. Yeah, basically. Or woman. And so rapping kind of developed as the vocal style where the artist would like speak rhythmically or chant along with the instrument mm-hmm. that was going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess real quick to touch on the other two main components of hip hop culture, graffiti and breakdancing or, okay. or b-boying. Okay. So... Those are kind of like the main things around hip hop culture, rapping being one of those. I wonder how often, because I know at least in the LA area in September and October, they're going to be having like a celebration of hip hop's, what is it, 50 years? And so they're going to be having some kind of like block parties and stuff. But I wonder how often since the 70s in the Bronx, when it started out, like how many, if it continues, yeah. Maybe yeah, I'm not I I'm not enough up on the culture or and I've never lived in New York or the Bronx, so I don't really know right per se. But I'd be curious to know on that too. Mm-hmm. But obviously, rapping has kind of become the biggest part of hip hop culture. I mean, rap is now a, a subgenre of hip hop music, but it's it's really the most marketable piece of that because it can be brought to a wide audience. Right. I mean, other than like breakdancing slightly when you saw it in like. Step, step up. up movies or yeah. I don't know some of those movies but yeah I feel like there's not that many there's probably some underground competitions but not that much that's like brought to the masses like the way that rap music has yeah because the same way you'd have underground rap battles you can eventually sell that music right you can't really do that with dancing as much well you can sell videos of a performance but yeah it's not the same it's not as marketable agreed I'm there's not as much money around it but that that's kind of one of the reasons why rapping has become the main focus of it. Right. But I ain't a rapper. Oh my gosh. We're throwing out super hot in, super in here. Super hot fire. But I guess with that, so so that kind of touches on where rap came from. For those who don't know, rap is basically the, the speaking of rhyming lyrics and, and It's whatnot. spoken poetry, essentially. Exactly. So versus an actual song, versus it like a pop song where the artist is singing the words. Right. Rappers speak them. Right. Basically. And that kind of leads into potentially one of the reasons people don't like it. Yeah. But before we get into why some people don't like it, let's talk about who doesn't like it. And this some of this is kind of our opinions on who we feel like is the typical, well, I don't like rap. Like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> So let's start off with older generations. And I think this comes from a lack of understanding. I I would definitely agree with older generations. Yeah, I and maybe this is probably a little bit more catered towards older non people of color. Yes. So because I think obviously like black culture is that's where hip hop and rap started. But it was also brought into Latino culture as well Mm -hmm. and i think some asian communities kind of have accepted that as well i don't think it has at least with older generations younger generations is a totally different thing but i feel like older generations definitely saw rap music as not made for them yeah i mean i think pretty much any generation that predates that music that music genre starting tends to not like it it's kind of just that that kind of happens with all music genres everyone that's the stereotype oh our parents don't listen to the new music they hate all the new music they only like I don't know. My mom's pretty with the times. She, like, back in the day when Pitbull was coming up, she loved Pitbull, and I thought that was 
cool. Well, your mom's more on, on top of it than I'd say most parents. Yeah. Most parents probably just know the music from like when they They're were growing up. Agreed. And stuff and don't really keep up with, with modern music. So I'd say that that kind of plays into also why older generations might not like it. But I think another group of people that don't like rap music are there's people that just don't like mainstream music in general. Mm-hmm. So they're, if they don't like rap because it's mainstream, they're also not going to like top 40 pop, pop, obviously. Uh, they probably don't like a lot of big rock or big country. Or well, big any genre. Yeah, anything anything that's mainstream. And it, I guess it kind of depends what their taste in music is. If they're into like indie music or you know just underground or, or whatever. They just want to go against the grain. Exactly. Another one I feel like is very common, and it's also in this camp of oh I I'll listen to whatever except rap and country. Yeah. But I think a lot of like hardcore country fans dislike rap. Yes, and I'll touch on why I think that is later in the episode, but I think it is partly because of like uh, who country music feels like it represents versus who rap music feels like it represents. I agree, yeah. I think there's some divides, and it almost... I don't think it should always be this way, but I think a lot of people see them as like, if you're a fan of one, it's kind of... You can't be a fan of the other. Yeah, Yeah. they're almost mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. So, But I guess going along with that too, there's a lot of like heavy metal or true like rock people, rock fanatics that really don't like rap music, Mm -hmm. primarily because it uses little to no instrumentals. Yeah, it's a lot less. There's a lot of people who are purists in the sense that they want like an awesome melody well and they just want the actual instruments especially people that are super into rock Mm -hmm. a lot of times i think they're into it because of the guitar solos the bass solos the drum solos like the parts where you showcase the actual instruments which i think rock and alternative rock any subgenre of rock metal whatever is probably the genres that care the most about the musical instruments Mm mm-hmm in conjunction with obviously the lyrics. Yeah. If that makes exactly. sense. I agree. I think one other group is also just people outside of the US. Right. It, it you know, it was born of the US and it is becoming global. It is global. Like there is German rap and stuff. Oh, yeah, and there's yeah, yeah, a, guess, obviously rap in other countries. But, but I'd say it's still not as big as it is in the US at this yeah. point. So another group that I think might not like it. Or not like it as much. Mm -hmm. Last but not least, I think we already talked about this, but the people who don't like the lack of melody or the lack of instrumentals. Yeah. I mean, like rap music is known for its like, you know, beats and Mm -hmm. lyrics. That's kind of, that's the brunt of the songs. Right. So yeah. And then I guess there's a bunch of different things around it, but I guess those are kind of the big group that I can think of that that we can kind of clump together as people not liking Right. Rap. And obviously there's going to be just general people that just don't like it. Mm-hmm. For like whatever, for whatever reason. Yeah. Not everyone likes every genre. Right. And that's fine too. But I kind of thought it was good to bring to light, you know, maybe some of the reasons why people have this like aversion to rap is because of unconscious biases. I agree. I do think there is that. And there's some somewhat of a maybe less so now, but kind of a political divide mm-hmm. with rap too. Again, we're yeah. not a politics podcast, so I don't want to get too deep on it. But A lot of rap music is political though. Exactly. And so I think it is important to touch on still. Right. But 
a lot of people who are on, without naming what, what party they're part of, one of the large parties of the U.S. tends to dislike rap music at a much higher rate than the other. And it's likely the same party that likes country music a lot more. <laughs> Would also agree with that. So, yeah. Just to, yeah, just to generalize. But I guess now that we know who typically dislikes rap, do we want to get into why they may be disliking it so much? Yeah. And again, we kind of touched a little bit on this, but let's just deep dive into it. Okay. So to start it off, I think the first one is some music is literally, not figuratively, but literally hard to understand, especially when it comes to, for example, mumble rap. I was say, we're looking at, at you mumble rap. Yeah. And Lil Xan. I, I think it was Snoop Dogg that was talking about in an interview that all new rap sounds the same. And he was like, yeah, basically, basically it all sounds like. like I feel it, like that that's exactly the sound he's referring to yeah. when he talks it. I, I mean... Yeah, and it's it's coming from someone that is appreciative of rap and like obviously hip hop culture. So I get it. This one's one that a lot of people just get lost in the I just can't understand it. And I mean, I, I don't really have a I can't knock people for that, really. Yeah, no, I mean, people aren't necessarily going to want to put in the effort to listen and appreciate a song if they can't even tell what it's saying right off the bat. Yeah, it's the same as like why people don't go out of their way to listen to foreign music. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think it is worth looking into, but if you just really don't want to and you just want something simple, I get it, I guess. Yeah. I guess kind of next main one I wanted to go over is kind of some of the language and themes mm -hmm. of rap music. Again, there's different genres. This isn't all rap in general. And I guess before I go into this, I want to preface by saying rap originated as kind of anti-violence, anti-drug music. Like its very first origins? Yeah, like when, when it originated in the Bronx and stuff, it was community-based and stuff like oh, that. Oh, right, right, right. But obviously there's gangster rap, mm -hmm. which emerged kind of later in the 80s and 90s. And that kind has been accused of promoting criminal behavior, drug use, drug dealing, misogyny, materialism, a bunch of different things, bling rap, kind of stuff like that. And honestly, I think this is the type of rap people stereotype all rap into to right. say rap is terrible. They always talk about the, you know. Well, people talk about how it's going to make people criminals. And it's funny. I think it was it was either Ice Cube or Ice T, one of the two. They both have ice in their names. But one of them made a song that literally it was called something like rap is making us criminals. Or I, I'm paraphrasing, but basically they were making fun of the fact that like people were saying that listening to this music is going to cause them to become criminals. When in reality, a lot of what gangster rap is trying to illustrate is what is going on in those communities. It's trying to actually yeah. bring awareness to the problem and so again like people that will defend gangster rap will say that it's not literal endorsements of american ghettos but it's like, some of the lyrics voice the rage against this oppression that is causing this gang violence brutality and and that's why it basically like it's accusing critics of racial bias essentially yeah yeah and so i guess there are instances I, by the way i think it was ice cube Okay. I think it, it may have been an NWA song. I don't remember. I, I don't want to say it right off 
off the bat. Wait, yeah, because iced tea, that was the white wrapper, wasn't it? Think, you're thinking vanilla ice. Oh, I'm thinking of vanilla ice. <laughs> Why am I thinking of... Iced tea, he's the one on Law & Order. What? He's like a longtime actor on Law & Order. I don't think I even know who that is. Okay, well, whatever. I was thinking Ice Cube. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but you were going to say... There definitely is like some music that does talk about gang violence in ways that that I understand where people come from, but also... Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people don't understand a lot of where it comes from, like kind of the artistic expression of like Mm -hmm. what the life and struggles people from those communities deal with. Right. I think a prime example of that is Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. One who did a lot for his community. Mm -hmm. He's very well loved by his community when he he passed. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people memorials memorials here in the la area but besides the point though but yeah no i think people who have that opinion are generally more than likely outsider looking in Mm -hmm. uh, in in a way if that makes sense yeah i think it's people that don't necessarily think to look into what the meaning behind some of the gangster rap is again not all of it some of it is really kind of like a look at how much ice i'm wearing look at like how many guns i have you know we're just trying to go kind of like play devil's advocate against people that are gonna say like all gangster rap is bad yeah well and more importantly people who say all rap is bad because of that not just gangster rap exactly that being said though there is other forms of rap not just gangster rap Mm -hmm. that does have other issues such as for example sexual and misogynistic portrayals of women like Mm -hmm. women are very much in some rap music seen as Objects. objects for the male gaze or basically like they do everything to be like this sexual prowess for a man. Yeah, yeah. Essentially. And then obviously when you look at a lot of videos, like music videos. Lots of women in the videos. Lots of objectification of women. Mm -hmm. And then there's like the flip side of, okay, now the female rappers are kind of trying to take that power back back and be empowered. So WAP is the perfect example. So anyone who doesn't know that song, go. it's very explicit. So just FYI, if you're going to go check it out, but it's by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. And it's the perfect example of women trying to essentially say, okay, if men are going to do this, like we can do it too. And then they were super heavily criticized. So there's obviously, we could deep dive into this in a whole episode and we probably will but there is big gender discrimination in the rap industry and so that's Mm -hmm. definitely something to be critiqued for sure i think i think another reason aside from like the actual themes and what they cover in this like between violence and sexual misogyny sometimes just the language itself right Uh, rap is very curse word heavy compared to a lot of other genres well and not just curse words but people using words that are cultural to their group or identity that, you know, okay, let's just say the N-word. We are not going to say that. Mm -hmm. It would be very racist, but people have issues with people of color using it, but they don't understand the meaning behind them using it. Exactly. So I don't know. A lot of people don't like the normalization of the use of that word or just curse words in general. Right. They don't like hearing it. So for a lot of You know, sometimes there's a lot of people who just don't listen to it because of that. Yeah. Uh, And then I guess obviously in a lot of the music, there's heavy drug and alcohol usage that is 
discussed in the lyrics. And again, this could be, you know, some of rap music is just kind of seen as hype music. It's literally the music that you listen to before going out and stuff. And so obviously they're going to be talking about popping bottles and taking zannies and whatever. Going out to the club and partying. Yeah. And stuff. It's, yeah. That's just a different part of rap music. And honestly, I'd venture to say that rap gets a bad rep (laughs) about this because like honestly how many rockers don't talk about their heroin addictions or 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 crack or other cocaine cocaine. like so much glam rock or just rock in general think of the beatles lucy in the sky with diamonds a lot of that is literally about lsd yeah no tons of songs of theirs are about drugs right and i think it's just because it's okay certain groups are like talking about drug usage and it's like psychedelics versus i don't know opioids and it's like okay well they're seen differently and it's like really i think it's just some people's racial biases some some biases definitely play a factor in that yeah for sure because other genres talk about it all the time mm-hmm. country music how much do they glorify honestly alcoholism yeah al- like alcohol is a big alcohol topic is a in drug the, in the country music scene it is a drug and i feel like a lot of people don't look at it that way right it's it's been normalized in our society right um, obviously not the same level as like heroin or something that rockers talk about but definitely something to consider like your personal bias on if you're fine with one versus the other why is that right and then obviously there's like the association of some very prominent rappers with like marijuana use snoop whiz was heavily known yeah. for their weed usage it's like okay <laughs> weed i feel like is finally starting to lose some of, some its, of its taboo stigma yeah so that might change in the future but who knows? Yeah. So that's kind of a obvious one. And then a very last obvious one, which I definitely take big issues with, is some of the homophobia, just blatant homophobia in mm-hmm. rap music. Obviously, now with people like Lil Nas X, which I think he could be considered sort of a rapper sometimes. Yeah, I would. Yeah. And so like having outwardly gay rappers, Tyler, the creator, I believe, is gay as well. And so is um, the guy from Brockhampton. Kevin Abstract. Kevin Abstract. Exactly. So having more gay rappers in the space, I think, is trying to break down some of those barriers. Mm-hmm. Frank Ocean I was gonna say, is isn't Frank not, Ocean he's bi? not a rapper, but he's, uh, I thought he was just gay. For some reason, I thought he was bi, but I guess I don't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, just the hip-hop. Either way, he's in the LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, I mean, he, he's in the hip-hop space still. Right. So definitely just, I think more and more people are getting into that space. So I think we'll see a decrease in that as well. I would hope so, because that, like, come on. We're in 2023. Stop being homophobic. Mm-hmm. Okay. There is one kind of obvious one that we haven't touched on. What's that? So melodies versus lyrics. So some people just have different musical tastes. Mm-hmm. Not everyone, like all genres, some people may respect the thoughtful rhythmic lyrics, but they just aren't interested in listening to stuff that's like more complex. And 
The difference between the melody and the lyrics, I guess, per se. So again, people are going to have different tastes and some people would not prefer to spend their time trying to digest really complex lyrics like how rap has. Mm -hmm. And they might prefer digesting complex melodies like other genres have because they're more instrument heavy. And so Mm -hmm. it really is just kind of a matter of what your personal preference is. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I definitely agree with that. It's it's just a diff, it's kind of a different thing. And people have what they're more interested in the same way people have different genres they're interested in. Right. Some people prefer to focus on the lyrics and some people prefer the actual tune of the song, mm-hmm. instruments that are used, all the different layers kind of hidden in. Exactly. Uh, one other thing kind of along with, the, I guess, the, the sound, I'd say is some people say too much auto tune is used in rap. What do you think of that? Auto-tune immediately makes me think of T-Pain and then when he did that and then when he did that like tiny desk concert and then people realized he can actually sing. He's a good singer. Yeah. I saw a clip years ago of him like singing with no auto-tune. Yeah. So I think I think the use of auto-tune is funny. I don't hate it like as much as a lot of people but I do think it's like sometimes overused. I think it depends but yeah I'd agree. Okay, I did want to kind of touch on one of the things that a lot of people say is that all rap is the same. Yeah, like what we were saying earlier. And we kind of already talked on it. But in my personal opinion, the people that say that all rap is the same don't distinguish and they don't even know that there's a difference between, like I said earlier, hype rap, which is like what you would listen to before going out. So think like Gucci Mane, DJ Khaled, oh my God. Migos, Cardi B, like most of her music yeah. it would be, I feel like a little more hype. So they think that all of a rap is like that. Booties and boobies and mm-hmm. like talking about popping bottles and all that, whatever. Yeah. And they don't know that there's like a completely different side of rap that is very complex lyrically. And so like lyrical rap. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking, for example, Kendrick Lamar is like the prime example. He's one of the biggest mm-hmm. and most well-known lyrically yeah. rappers. Tupac, Cypress Hill, Nipsey Hussle, Childish, Eminem, NWA, and others. And so this isn't... Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, there's there's too many. Like, I'm not going to talk about all of the ones that have serious topics that they discuss. Mm-hmm. That being said, though, again, Kendrick does have some hype songs. Yeah, no, just because you tend to focus on one type doesn't mean you can, can't do more. But yeah, there's just tons of different type of rap and i don't think people understand that people kind mm-hmm. of lump it all together it kind of happens with country too people think yeah. all country is the same but there's like country rock country pop we just talked Texas about jimmy country. buffett with the with like his island go- gulf western yeah style there's tons of different and same same thing exists with rap so mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't realize that i mean we talked about gangster rap bling rap Mm-hmm. lyrical rap your hype rap there's there's a bunch of different kinds yeah mumble rap <laughs> as much as i I'm not a fan of that, of mumble rap. I'm, for the most part, not a fan of mumble rap. I think there's maybe one or two songs I'm like, okay, I can get behind this. Gotcha. But yeah, I mean, again, some of the most well-known rappers, again, I'm going to just use Kendrick Lamar. So he's known for being kind of like a lyrical genius, but he still has Mad City, which I would just like, that's a hype song. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense. Like, obviously you're going to want to sell more. Those hype songs sell. Yeah. And I think that's part of the issue is that a lot of people dislike rap because that type of rap is so 
easy to make in a sense, generic and so commercialized. It really is. Mm -hmm. And people just really don't like that aspect of rap. Yeah, I'd agree. So one more that I think it's like interesting to talk about is just older generation just not enjoying it because it didn't exist when they grew up. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I feel like that's kind of a stereotype. Like older generations are always like, oh, this newfangled music is terrible. It's Mm -hmm. much better back in my day. I mean, but that's kind of a thing. People tend to love the songs that they grew up listening to. There's actually, in their teenage years. Yeah, there's been studies that showed, I think it's like from age like 14 to 18. Like mm-hmm. those are the years where like those are the type of music that you enjoy the most. So like whatever it's like ingrained was, in your brain. Whatever was being made in those years, like that's that's kind of your, your top. Right. But like more specifically with hip hop and rap, you kind of see that with old heads versus the new people in the game, as you would say. Mm-hmm. How you, you mentioned... Snoop Dogg kind of hating on mumble rap and stuff. So yeah, like that that even exists within the hip hop genre itself. A lot of older generation not liking the new sound of the music as well. Right. And I think that's just something that people are going to have to get used to. You know, it's if you want to stay learning about new music, then you probably are going to I think it takes like an adjustment period. So a lot of times I'll listen to a song and at first I'm like, this song sucks. Like, why would I listen to it? Mm -hmm. I listen to it again and then I'm like, okay, it's not that bad. And then two days later, I'm like bopping it in my car. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think the the last main thing that I can think of of why people might not like rap Mm -hmm. is the kind of speaking lyrics versus singing lyrics. Right. Obviously other genres, they're actually singing their songs rap they tend to speak the words right and some people just aren't fans of that well some people are like well anyone could speak it it's like well can you speak that fast i don't think so not even that can you come up with those lyrics also true and that actually reminds me of this interview that we were watching with eminem and he was talking about how i hate when people say you can't rhyme with the word orange in one of his raps i think maybe it was to lose yourself he was like syringe hinge hinge, and all this stuff i was like okay like i see where he's coming from yeah yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah. that just kind of goes to show that, yeah, could you come up with those? Probably not. Same as other types of music, even if it's not as complex. Melodically. Melodically. Those lyrics can be pretty crazy the way they mm-hmm. like string them together. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. I think you found some things from ChatGPT that you wanted to discuss. Yeah, yeah. I was actually just curious. So I plugged this question into our good old pal ChatGPT and asked it what, what, why people don't like rap. What did it say? Because I know there's some issues with ChatGPT having already some like racial biases so was it it, wait is there there is some at least like ai generated images and stuff i don't know if maybe chat gpt is like excluded from this but i'm not sure but honestly it came up with a lot of the things we discussed already but it gave me five main points okay which were cultural differences okay the lyric content okay musical preferences media stereotypes and lack of exposure okay so we kind of nailed it in the head yeah so the cultural difference was kind of i mean obviously rap has its roots in african-american cultures we talked about how it started in the bronx right some afro it like expanded to like a lot of the afro-caribbean neighborhoods that moved into the area too Mm -hmm. so people from different cultural backgrounds 
don't always necessarily connect or understand the the references and the nuances mm-hmm. in the lyrics and music we talked about with gangster rap a lot of times right. and a lot of rap in general they're talking about impoverished life mm-hmm. uh, life in in certain type of neighborhoods things they had to deal with growing up mm-hmm. a lot of other people can't relate to that right same thing with with lyric content kind of the same thing we we covered earlier with sexual or misogynistic lyrics curse words the same thing and same things that we were talking about exactly yeah and they they had media stereotypes so i was going to ask about that one what does that mean basically the media portraying rap music in a negative light so a lot of people painting mm. that picture same thing with like video games years ago people were like oh that's right video games are what's causing our 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 kids to go be school shooters yeah our mass shootings in schools and stuff we got to ban these video games people are doing that with rap oh it's promoting drug use and right. and gang violence all that stuff and so that can lead to a lot of preconceived negative mm-hmm. opinions on rap music the last two things, musical preferences, we kind of covered that. Just mm-hmm. Some people have different tastes in music. Not everyone enjoys rap the same as right. okay. a lot of people don't enjoy country. And then finally, the lack of exposure we kind of touched on. Mm-hmm. People who maybe not have had too much exposure to rap or have only heard a limited selection of songs might have, again, some of those preconceived notions that lead to misunderstandings about the genre as a whole. Mm-hmm. So again, I like got deep into some studies that I was reading up on. And this one, I think, was the most interesting one that I read. So this study was basically talking about how people interpret rap lyrics, but if they were posed as different genres. Okay. So I'll go into it. So in general, research suggests that the label of rap... So calling something rap music, even if the lyrics are exactly the same, is likely to affect how people interpret a given set of lyrics. So let me go into some of the specifics of this study. Okay. So this was demonstrated by Carrie Freed in 1996, and the study was called Bad Rap for Rap, Bias in Reactions to Music Lyrics. And I'll link this in the show notes for anyone that wants to read it. Okay, so what did, what did they do exactly? So in the study, Freed presented participants with eight lines of lyrics from a folk song. And the folk song was called Bad Man's Blunder, and it's about a man who kills a police officer. Okay. So a third of the participants were told that the song was a 1960s folk song by the Kingston Trio, which is in fact true. So that's who it was actually by? Yes. Okay. And it was a folk song. Another third were told that it was a 1990s country song by DJ Jones. I don't know why they picked specific people, maybe just so that people would associate someone specific. Mm -hmm. And a final third were told that this was a song from the 1990s that was a rap song also by DJ Jones. So I think they just kind of made up a fictitious country and keep the name from having an impact on yeah on the study yeah so basically one third was told that it was by the actual group and it was a folk song one third was told that it was by this fictitious person and it was a country song and the other third was told it was by this fictitious person and it was a rap song yeah 
So the same lyrics were rated differently depending on the musical genre that they were placed in. And so in the rap condition, people reported that the lyrics were more offensive and a bigger threat to society and advocated regulation of the lyrics through warning labels or an overall ban Yeah, just because they were labeled as rap music. Not and surprising. The, right. And the country and folk conditions were rated about the same. Both were deemed much less threatening than the rap lyrics yeah i mean we've kind of touched on it but i guess come out right and say it uh, uh, the last big factor of why a lot of people don't like rap music is the racial bias mm-hmm. around it uh, you know that's that's been proven and i think that's this study kind of backs that up oh absolutely again absolutely and so the key factor in this research is that the lyrics that people rated were exactly the same so they didn't change the lyrics whatsoever mm-hmm which allows researchers to conclude that the results are driven by negative perceptions of rap music, just like you said. Yeah. yeah. I just find that crazy, though. Unfortunately, I'm not surprised I'm by not, that. I'm not either, but I guess I'm kind of just thinking that I'm, I am thankful that I grew up with really the sister that like I lived with the longest because she was closest to me in age expose me i guess to rap music like i would listen to a lot of what she listened to and i mm-hmm. guess at some point she picked up some rap music now to this date i feel like she probably doesn't listen to it at all you think you listen to it more than her nowadays probably and so i guess i'm just like happy that i was exposed to it and so i appreciate rap music i it's i don't listen to it all the time but i definitely feel like it has a time and place for me and i'm sometimes i'm like yeah i just want to listen to some rap music mm-hmm. so I don't know. It's nice to have that exposure, I'd say. Yeah. I guess kind of last but not least, we went down the Reddit rabbit hole again. As we tend to do uh, often. And and looked up the same question. And I got a few quotes or comments from Reddit that I wanted to go over. Again, just summarizing other people's opinions and not just our own. Right. First comment. I used to say frequently, I listen to everything except country and rap. Mm. <laughs> that's kind of funny. That's exactly what we were saying. That's funny. That's earlier. the same rabbit hole that I went into. But Same, same, but different. Those were two genres that I avoided like the plague. <laughs> However, as I put forth an effort to find rap that I liked and appreciate certain aspects of it, I found that there was plenty to like. Lyrically, the density and complexity simply don't measure up to any other genre. Wow, that's a bold statement. Would you agree with it? I don't, I don't know. I I would have to like do a deep dive in some of the most lyrically complex rap music and compare that to some of the most lyrically complex music in other genres. Like Mm -hmm. I'd venture to say, honestly, like no offense to pop, but it's pop because it's commercial. So I'd probably say pop music has the least lyrically challenging music. Oh yeah, for sure. Followed by honestly probably country most country Mm -hmm. because it's so commercialized and then i'd say like rock and rap gotcha okay so so yeah maybe yeah maybe so reading this back he said the density and complexity don't measure up to any other genre i think he meant to say vice versa that no other genre measures measures up up, yeah lyrically to rap but that's what i yeah that's what i understood from it he also says there's plenty of horribly uncreative rap, <laughs> but it also has the potential to be amazingly complex that merits many re-listens to catch the wordplay, interesting rhymes, and clever social commentary. Yep. 
So that this kind of makes me think back to the We Didn't Start the Fire episode we did a few weeks back, the mm-hmm. way Billy Joel in the original was able to just tie so mm. many events that everyone remembered, but he was also able to do it chronologically. chronologically and be creative and do some social commentary along with it yeah it takes more than one listen it's it's a lot of thought behind it and like this commenter says there is a lot of uncreative rap out there yeah and if you've heard a bunch that you don't like you know we challenge you to go out and find some more yeah i mean i'd venture to say bad and bougie is not the most creative (laughs) rap song i've heard but did i listen to it a million and one times yeah Yeah. (laughs) i sure did (laughs) But okay, next one. I think most people that hate rap are just used to something else. Mm-hmm. And appreciating rap if you don't gr- didn't grow up on it takes effort. I I'd agree. Completely with that. agree. Like it's not something you necessarily catch on to or realize after one or two listens. Take some thought to actually be like, well, what is this artist saying? Why are they saying it? How are they saying it? I completely agree with this one. And then finally. Rapping in general doesn't do much for me. I prefer complex melodies as opposed to thoughtful rhythmic lyrics. Not that one is subjectively ob- objectively better than the other. So when I listen to a rap song, I'm usually focused on the instrumentals, which in most cases are pretty lackluster. Mm, that's just what they have an ear for. Yeah. That so makes sense. That's kind of what we were talking about earlier. In the most popular stuff, you're lucky if the song has two distinct or separate ideas. Usually it's just one beat with some stops, starts, and fills. And musically, it's just completely unfulfilling for me. So again... That's that, fair. Yeah, that's this is just this guy's opinion that he... He doesn't really care as much for the lyrics. I think that that person probably has a lack of appreciation in beat making, especially now that I've kind of deep dove into more of the electronic side of like how sounds are actually made Mm -hmm. and some of the big DJs, how they will literally take a sound from the randomest thing, for example, like a comb pushing it up against a desk or something like that. I think that that probably holds true with rap beats. Yeah. Or just people don't necessarily, if they don't know how beats are made, they probably won't appreciate it. I get it. You know, musically, it's going to be less obvious than a guitar riff. Mm -hmm. But to me, this guy isn't saying it's necessarily worse or better or anything. It's just not what he's into. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, yeah. Okay, so I kind of split mine up into like three different categories. So the first was, and again, we've kind of talked on all of these, but the comments from Reddit were about representative of different lifestyles. And so I also seem to go on a different thread, like subreddit, Mm -hmm. than what you were on, but it was also comparing rap and country. And so one Redditor was saying, I think rap and country are heavily based around certain lifestyles and regions. Rap music tends to be urban. Country music tends to be rural. The subject matter for both of these genres is centered around a specific population. Maybe that's the reason it's so polarizing. People can't relate to the lifestyle in either genre. Same like what we were saying earlier. Exactly. Like more people were saying they're both racially and socially representative. Odds are that you're rejecting the social norms behind that particular style. And so I think this kind of goes into some of that. That's a good one. Yeah, it goes into some of that like unconscious biases, I would say. And then the last one for this kind of representative of different lifestyles subtopic that I was thinking was people are more afraid to give country music or rap music a try because of the strong negative stereotypes that people often associate with those genres. 
basically just confirming what we were already thinking. I was going to say, it's funny that so many people had the same thought of mm-hmm. like, I listen to every type of music except country, country and, rap. and rap. Those are the two that are very like polarizing out there as yeah. like ones that a lot of people don't like. Yeah. This one is just talking about the melody, which is super simple. But this Redditor said, if you strongly prefer melodic music, you probably won't like rap, like we've said. Mm -hmm. And then these last three are talking about lyrics specifically. So the first Redditor said, the genre is flooded with lyrics about the same thing. One thousands of other songs are about. So same with other genres, though. That's not unique to rap. That's not unique to rap. Uh, I agree. You have country, which is about what? Trucks, beer and trucks beer, and tractors girls tractors you have pop which is kind of breakups break- and makeup well, i was gonna say <laughs> taylor swift about breakups and guys yeah and a lot of her songs that's not this isn't something unique to rap it's a, right. i guess if you it's more dependent on if you vibe with the topics that those genres cover right i guess Okay, this next Redditor, and this is, I guess, slightly explicit. I'll make it more tame, but I can't effing stand to listen to rappers brag nonstop about how great their life is, how much ice they have, how many stacks they got, details about their rides, private planes, those bloody bottom shoes Cardi B likes to shill, Gucci expensive champagne. Yeah, I'm not a fan of flex culture. Yeah. So I will agree with that, that that's super annoying. I'm not a fan of songs or artists who primarily talk about all that. Yeah. I mean, Cardi B literally has a song, Moneybags. And again, I like to listen to it. But yeah, she and I love that this Redditor said the bloody bottom shoes instead of the like red bottom shoes. The Louboutins. Yes. Obviously, anyone that knows knows we're talking about Christian Louboutins, which, you know, sounds very materialistic. Fancy. So, and then the last person was talking about how the consumerism portrayed in rap is revolting to me. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, some people are going to hate. Haters going to hate. I mean, I, yeah, I hate flex culture and all its thing. Not just rap, but like. Influencers. Influencers mainly. The car Jenners. Exactly. Yeah. People on Instagram, people on YouTube just showing off. Oh my God. Like that one YouTuber couple that you showed me videos of that they ended up being like really poor or something. Oh, they bought like a mansion that they couldn't afford, Mm -hmm. but they weren't, they didn't actually buy it. They had leased it they, or, leased or they, they couldn't afford it so they had the bank took it over and yeah. had to sell it at a huge loss yeah flex culture is dumb don't be one of those peeps okay be final, smart with your money final comments do you like rap music i do i've definitely grown to appreciate it more mm-hmm. recently in the last like couple of years of my life because i might get some hate for this but i'll admit it i was one of those people that was like oh i don't like rap and country as much kind of thing but you always liked country no not really okay well since i've known you but yeah i just had never really given it an honest shot and a lot of these excuses that we mentioned were ones that i probably used to say mm-hmm. oh they're always talking about the same thing they're just flexing their bling or, or talking about women stuff like that that i I didn't vibe with. I hadn't Mm -hmm. actually sought out any other types or any other rappers who weren't just the ones on like hot radio stations. Mm -hmm. Do you happen to have a favorite rapper or not yet? No, I don't think I have a favorite yet, but... 
Okay. Let me get back with you in a future episode. And okay. I think I'll be able to give you one. Sounds good. Wait, so what about you? Do you have a favorite that you listen to or a specific type of rap that you might go into more often? If I'm trying to get hyped or just in general, I like the female empowerment side of her. I really like Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. I'm a very big proponent of the hot girl coach, as she likes to say okay. herself. I do also really like Nipsey Hussle. I think those two are my favorite. Nice. Yeah. Well, awesome. So, where can people find us if they want to give us some positive or negative feedback? I'd love to know if, especially because I know we have some older listeners, I would love to know if this like piqued their curiosity yeah. on rap music. I kind of don't think that we got through to them, but maybe. Maybe. Maybe they learned something from it. I guess if you learned something from this, we hope you did, especially if you haven't had much interest in rap or hip hop in the past maybe this will give you the courage to venture out and find some that you might be interested into but if you learned something from us we would really appreciate you rating us five stars on spotify apple music amazon iheart podcast pretty much wherever you can find podcasts it really does help it helps us bring these topics to you each week Mm -hmm. we hope they get you just thinking like all we're really here to do is to encourage the enjoyment of music and And have new conversations yeah have new conversations around it help people broaden their horizons Mm -hmm. about listening to genres they may not have paid attention to before yeah and with that make sure that you share this with all of your friends so in addition to rating us share it like it make sure you're subscribed so that you get every new episode alert yes and then you can always find us on instagram at educate.your.earbuds.pod threads by the same handle and then on tiktok at educate.your.earbuds then you can also email us if you have any more feedback or any topic ideas that you want to cover at educate.your.earbuds at gmail.com and with that thanks for listening bye y'all